Bob Smiley here, a.k.a. Average Boy, a.k.a. the Super Swift Sweeper of Sawdust and Sand. Hey, that actually makes me a Sandman. Oh, so you've helped put people to sleep. Actually, I'm the opposite now that I think about it. If anything, I wake people up. So maybe I'm more like, I'm like Coffee Man. Or wait, Coffee Boy? A Coffee Average Boy. Actually, I like sand better, though. It, it kind of goes with my story, but um, let me... Let me think for a second what I should be called. Hmm. Okay, well, uh, while you think about uh, your sandiness, I'd like to welcome everyone to episode 65 of the official Average Boy Podcast. I'm Jesse, editor of Focus on the Family Clubhouse magazine, and I'm guessing we're going to hear a great story from Average Boy about, uh, well, uh, who am I kidding? I, I kind of never know what we're going to talk about. So, uh, A.B., you got a story for us that maybe involves sand? Oh, I had quite an adventure last week. But before we start, Jesse, what's your favorite saying? Oh, my favorite saying? Well, that's a good question. Uh, let's see. Oh, I love that classic. The early bird gets the... French fries. I love that one, too. <laughs> well, uh, I think I've heard it a different way. Uh, the early bird gets the worm. Uh, but either way, it's so true that if you're lazy or you wait to act on an opportunity, you could miss out on something cool that God has for you. Okay, well, that's a great one. My grandpa has several sayings that he says all the time around me. His favorite one is, you can lead a horse to water. Oh, yeah, I know this one. Uh, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make him drink. Uh, That's not what my grandpa says. He actually says, you can lead a horse to water... But a pencil must be lead. <laughs> I like that. I, I haven't heard it that way, but I guess he's right. Most pencils are made out of lead. Yeah, and he also likes to say a lot of other sayings, like uh, an apple a day will keep anyone away if you throw it hard enough. Whoa, okay. Uh, I don't think we can condone throwing things at people. That could be dangerous, <laughs> but I guess he's not wrong about that one either. So we're talking about strange sayings on this podcast how does that tie into you being a swift sweeper of sawdust and sand? Oh, Jesse, it totally ties in because today's adventure starts with a strange saying. But it actually wasn't from my grandpa. This strange saying came from my dad. Oh, well, let's hear what strange thing your dad said so we can blast into your sand story. <laughs> sand blast. That was a nice pun there, Jesse. Okay, my dad's favorite saying is money doesn't grow on trees. Uh, that's, that's not very strange because money doesn't grow on trees. Well, actually, Jesse, money is made from paper, right? And paper is made from trees. Therefore, money actually does grow on trees. Oh, well, yeah, I guess you're right. Sort of. So did you share your insights about money with your dad? Oh, I did. And what did he say? He actually told me if I wanted to get my allowance for the chores that I do, I should plant a tree out back of our property. He, <laughs> he's always encouraging me to do things far away from the house. I guess because he likes to hear all my outdoor adventures as well. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure that's why he's always suggesting stuff for you to do outside. But what does this have to do with sand? And do you mean like beach sand? Oh, no. 
No, Jesse, not beach sand at all, okay? I'm I'm guessing you have about a hundred Jesse jokes about the beach, so I am definitely not talking about beach sand. Well, if it makes you feel any better, I surely don't have a wave of beach jokes. Oh, boy, here we go. All right, so instead of a Jesse beach joke, you know, something like, where do sheep go on vacation to the... Bahamas, <laughs> sorry, uh, uh, or who cleans the ocean, mermaids. So instead of something like that, how about a beach riddle instead? You see, now I'm really torn because I love riddles, but I'm kind of nervous that it's going to be a Jesse joke in disguise. But, ah, uh, okay, let's hear the riddle. Okay, what happens when you throw a green rock into the Red Sea? Ooh, okay, so red and green make brown. Kind of like the water at the Galveston Beach, but I know that can't be the answer. Okay, what happens when you throw a green rock into the Red Sea? I, I don't know. It gets wet. <laughs> oh, that's so. Oh, I like that one. Can I tell my story now? I think I'm ready. Okay, so I needed money for the summer. I planned on asking my dad for some money, and I also prepared to hear his favorite saying about money and trees. You know, however. My dad said something totally crazy. Oh, what did he say? He told me to get a job. <laughs> crazy, right? Well, uh, you know, a job does help kids learn responsibility and how to work well with others. So what kind of job was he suggesting? Dad actually said that I should try to work at Gus's hardware store. And he, he also added, far, far from the house. <laughs> well, I think he does have a theme going there. But are you even old enough to work at a store? You know, I know you delivered food on your bike. And you've done some other odd jobs, you know, lawn mowing and things like that. Uh, but aren't there laws about kids working for actual businesses? Oh, absolutely. And in fact, my dad looked up the law immediately. He, he was really excited now for some reason. Uh, we quickly found out that since I'm under 14, the Texas state laws keep me from getting a job unless it's, quote, casual employment that is unscheduled and non-recurring, which, which was perfect because, first of all, I'm always casual, you know? I don't even own a tuxedo. And as far as the unscheduled non-recurring part, my dad said that any work he's seen me do is only recurring if he's standing over me to make sure I don't stop. So now all I had to do was convince Gus to hire me. Okay, so for our listeners, I know that you talked a lot about Gus in your newest book, Average boys above average year. Ooh, available for parents to buy for their kids now. Well, only if they really love them. That's a, a little heavy on the guilt there, Bob. Sorry, parents. But I'm sure you'll do the right thing. Uh, better, but still not good. Okay, anyway, yes, I, I did mention them in my new book, Average Boys Above Average Year. Available at the Focus on the Family store. <clears throat> anyway, Gus was actually in a few of the chapters of the book. Yeah, and I edited that book, and I remember thinking, you know, we still don't know a lot about him, but he sounds like a really friendly guy, is he? Oh, yeah. Gus is friendly, but he's also kind of interesting. Uh, he talks with a really slow country accent, so it actually took me a bit to even realize his name was Gus. <laughs> I remember when I first met him, it was so confusing. Well, what do you mean? Oh, I walked into the store, and I said, hello, sir, what's your name? And he said, I, Gus. And so I naturally said, you guess what? And he said, no, I guess. I said, you guess what? And then, well, you know what? I, I won't bore our listeners with the rest of the story, but that went on for way, way too long. However, Gus actually turned out to be really cool, you know, once I figured out his name. So 
your plan was to convince Gus to hire you for the summer. Absolutely. I I knew I just needed to be confident when I walked in. I needed to be respectful and polite. I needed to make good eye contact with him and convince him that I was going to be a great worker. Okay, so how did that go? Oh, it went awesome. Uh, In fact, I actually got a chance to show him an example immediately. Wow, so he put you to work like right away? Uh, sort of. I walked in oozing with confidence and I leaned on a huge stack of paint cans and boldly, but politely, said, Mr. Gus, you look like you could use a hand this summer keeping this place organized and clean. And that's when the paint cans I was leaning on went crashing all over the floor. We paused and then I said, Allow me to give you an example. <laughs> it was awesome. It's a, it's amazing how God will provide the opportunity for you to showcase your talents. Right. Uh, except it sort of sounds like you're blaming God for you knocking down all those paint cans. Well, I, you know, I, I'm giving God the glory. I always do that. Anyway, once I got the cans stacked back up, Gus decided to interview me. Oh, that's another important thing for kids to learn. How to represent yourself well in an interview is a really important skill. And you've already mentioned several good techniques when interviewing, like always make good eye contact, be respectful, and show confidence. So how'd you do? Yeah, it wasn't my best. Uh, Gus started by saying, Do y'all know anything about my star? I was able to translate and answer him again, you know, showing confidence. I, I even threw in a joke. I said, well, Mr. Gus, I know a hammer isn't made out of ham. Then Gus decided to stare at me for a little bit. And then he said, I'm going to ask you about some stuff and hire. If you know stuff, I might hire you, okay? <laughs> so again, with confidence, because confidence is the key, I said, yes, sir. I think I know everything in the store, so I'm ready. But unfortunately, as soon as he started quizzing me, my mind completely froze up. What do you mean? Well, okay, he first held up a tape measure, and he asked me what it was. Well, the fact that you just told us its name makes me think that you got this answer right. Well, I know the answer now because I'm not nervous, but I suddenly got super nervous when he started quizzing me. My brain totally froze. I looked at the tape measure, and I said, uh, an inches yo-yo? (laughs) <laughs> that would be a good name for it, but I'm guessing that's not the answer Gus was looking for. Not at all. He didn't even laugh. Then he held up an extension cord. All my brain could come up with was zappy jump rope. I don't know what was wrong with me. I was totally losing my confidence. You know, Bob, when we're going through a hard time, that's the best time to rely on God's word for encouragement. You know, uh, Hebrews 10.35 reminds us, Do not throw away your confidence, which has a great reward. Now, I'm pretty sure that verse is talking more about our faith in Jesus Christ, but the principle works here, too. Oh, I totally agree. In fact, one of my favorite scriptures is Joshua chapter 1, verse 9, that says, Have I not commanded you, be strong and courageous, do not be afraid, do not be discouraged, for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. But (laughs) this interview wasn't going anywhere good. Gus was reaching for the vacuum cleaner. And I knew dirt sucker wasn't going to be the right answer, but you already know exactly what happened next. Yup. Wait, I I don't know. I wasn't there. So how would I know? Well, because you just said it. That's a great time to rely on scripture to guide you. So I thought of my favorite verse about being strong and courageous. And I also thought about Jeremiah chapter 17, verse 7. Oh, yeah. You know, I know that one well. You do? Okay, go for it. What does it say? Well, Jeremiah chapter 17, 7 says, But blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord, whose confidence is in him. 
Oh, great job. Yeah, that's the one. So I paused and realized that my confidence isn't in my knowledge of tools. My confidence actually comes from the Lord. So I paused and I tried another approach. I said, Mr. Gus, maybe I don't know everything in your store, but part of getting a job is learning new things. And I'm a hard worker and a quick learner. So I promise I'm going to give you my best. Ah, good for you. You know, that's what business owners are looking for. And that's what God wants from us as well. You know, always giving our best. So I'm proud of you for, you know, not staying rattled, but pausing and remembering that God was with you. Oh, thanks, Jesse. But I wasn't the only one pausing at the moment. Gus took a really long pause. And then he started to grin and I knew I had the job. He said I could help stack new inventory on the shelves when they came in and I could periodically sweep the floors in the front of the store. Plus, he had a workstation with cutting tools in the back, like really cool tools that I was not allowed to touch ever. In fact, he said that part over and over. However, he said I could come in each day and sweep up the sand and the sawdust. Oh, hey, and that's what makes you the super swift sweeper of sawdust and sand. Now I get it. Yeah, <laughs> see, I can be professional. Oh, and speaking of getting it, we love when we get questions and comments from our listeners. Yes, we do. So we got a great one yesterday that I want to share. But first, let me finish this story. So I got the summer job. <laughs> I was almost as excited as my dad was. Gus even made a joke when I showed up the next day for work. He handed me a broom and said, this hair called a sweepy stick. It don't need to be plugged into the zappy jump rope like the dirt sucker. <laughs> it was such a great joke. You know, unlike the ones I heard today. Oh, wait, wait. Was that comment directed at me? I'm on a roll, Jesse. I'm going to keep moving forward. Anyway, my point is, I know Gus is going to be a fun boss, and I'm already learning so much. Gus put orange cones around the paint cans after the third time I knocked them over. Apparently, it's not a good idea to wear rollerblades while you're using the sweepy stick, even though it did make me way faster. Well, faster isn't always better. But I better share the point of that story, which is to remind our listeners that God is always with us, which allows us to be confident in whatever we're facing. So that's the end of today's official Average Boy podcast, a presentation of Focus uh, wait, on wait, the... Wait, wait, Bob? Um, what? Were you missing something? Yeah. What about the listener comment you wanted to share? Oh, uh, well, you interrupted my super professional wrap-up. <clears throat> As I was saying, so that's the end of today's official Average Boy podcast, where we like to hear from you, our listeners. Speaking of, here's one we got yesterday. Ah, good save there, Bob. <laughs> Just play the clip. What do you call a poodle at a hair salon? A shampoodle. No, that <laughs> That's correct. Shampoo. That lives at a hair salon. Shampoo. Now, ask your question. You want to know about ducks? We're wondering if do ducks have dreams. You want to know if ducks have dreams? And you also had a question about when he, when Peter walked in the water and he looked at the waves. Why did he sink? Thank you for doing your podcast. Bye. We love it. Bye bye. <laughs> that sounds like you and me doing a podcast, there, Bob. But you know that is a great question. What would ducks dream about? Yeah, I don't know what they would dream about, but I know ducks wake up super early. They do? Yeah, they wake up at the quack of dawn. <laughs> okay, yeah, that one's definitely going into the Jesse joke folder. Uh, but, you know, that last question about Peter taking his eyes off Jesus and sinking in the water is a really good question, too, and it goes right along with today's podcast. I know, because I'm super professional on here. Well, I can't disagree with that. 
at least for today. Okay, I'm ignoring that and staying focused. But when Peter was walking on the water out to Jesus, Peter started to sink when he took his eyes off Jesus. That's when he started to have doubts and worry. And that's what happens to us in the world. When we take our eyes off Jesus or forget that he's with us, we tend to sink into darkness and lose our confidence. Ah, That's right. You know, it's also sort of what we were talking about in episode number 10 when we brought up Jesus walking on the water the first time. You know, we need to keep our eyes on Jesus and always remember where our confidence comes from. Now, do you want to be super professional and wrap this up for us, Bob? Absolutely. So that's the end of today's official Average Boy podcast, a presentation of Focus on the Family. If you haven't heard our other podcasts, especially episode 10, you can go back and listen to them all at averageboy.org. At that website, you can also find links to subscribe to Focus on the Family Clubhouse magazine, where you can read lots of faith-building fun stories every month, including a new Adventures of Average Boy. And you can also click on the link to the Focus store to buy Average Boys devotional books, Devotions for Super Average Kids, books one and two, or my new book, Average Boys Above Average Year. All three books are filled with lots of laughs. And speaking of laughs, we'd love to hear more of your jokes or questions like we did today. You can message us at averageboy.org by clicking on the Ask Average Boy link or call us and leave us a message at 1-888-465-6595. Just make sure to get your parents' permission before you call and you can leave us a comment or a question that we might use on a future podcast. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. I'm Bob. And I'm Jesse, telling you, don't be average. Be super average. He's average.